Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller on Saturday morning. Let's talk about financial astrology. Interesting newsletter today from Ray Merriman at MMACycles.com. By the way, Ray and I are set to talk on Monday or Tuesday of this coming week. We're going to do an interview, so we'll have that for you next week. It's going to be great to have him on the podcast. Just a reminder, and I would love it if you are interested in what we're doing here with the financial pieces on Saturday to support this work that we did on the audiobooks, both his Forecast 2023 book, which is all mundane astrology, going over everything about the United States, the world, Vladimir Putin, China, Xi Jinping, I mean, it's just everything. It's like the whole lay of the land for this year, minus the financial astrology. So it's the mundane book. It's Forecast 2023. And that's available on Audible and iTunes, and then also the one that we're going to do a book club on. And I am, Kristen and I are talking about it. I know we didn't get it in January. Ray's familiar with that too. The whole thing, hopefully, if we do this again at the end of the year, we'll back up and we'll have all of this stuff for you in December. But the accompanying book, he always puts two out. The other one is Trends 2023, and that is Sun Sign Astrology. I had a question on SpeakPipe yesterday that somebody asked, do I look at this from the perspective of my rising sign or just the sun sign? And she was talking about the old soul, new soul, Robert Glasscock stuff that we're doing on the Secrets series. You can always look at something from your sun and rising, both perspectives. So I'm a Gemini rising, Scorpio sun. I listened to, or I went straight to those chapters in Trends 2023, Gemini and Scorpio, and looked at both. Thank you for letting me just mention that, because it does support what we're doing around here when you buy those books. And you don't have to have an Audible subscription. That's a big misnomer. I do not have an Audible subscription. I really have never had one, and I have hundreds of books in my Audible account. But lately, I've been buying them on iTunes or iBooks or Apple Books or whatever it is now. If you have access to that, they are a couple of dollars cheaper generally there than on Audible. So there you go. There's your portals to the books. And thank you for doing that because it keeps me out here in the van. Plus, I've been very fortunate to narrate some life-changing books. That's been awesome. All right, here we go to MMACycles.com. If you click at the top, the free weekly newsletter, this takes you to the week beginning, Monday, January 30th. Now, the articles are kind of a big deal here, as you'll hear in the end as we tie all of this together. So hang with us on these little news clippings, because it's a big part of what he did this week. This is from the Wall Street Journal, January 27th. The article is entitled, U.S. Economy Grows at a Slower Pace. The U.S. economy grew at a solid 2.9 annual percentage rate last quarter, but entered this year with less momentum as rising interest rates and still high inflation weighed on demand. The October, and you know, by the way, let me just interject right there, metaphysically, spiritually, and I'm not going to take too much time here, but are you buying into all of this or are you standing to say, I have plenty of money? I circulate because I still have abundance. Just a thought. The October to December period capped a year of economic slowdown with growth of 1% in the fourth quarter of 2022, compared with a year earlier, down sharply from 5.7% growth 
in 2021. That's from 5.7 down to 1. That's the end of that quote. And then this one is also from the journal on January 26th. It says, Wagner Group designated by U.S. as Transnational Criminal Group. The U.S. took action Thursday against Russian private military group Wagner Group, designating it as a significant transnational criminal organization over its actions in combat operations in Ukraine on behalf of President Vladimir Putin. Now Ray's commentary. Most world stock indices performed very well last week. Several made new highs for the year. Some even took out their highs of December, while others simply retested their highs made during the triple planetary stations of January 12th through the 22nd. Our three magical dates around here, right? Thus, the test for the underlying primary trend continues to be a battle between the bulls and the bears. The bullish case is in need of taking out the highs of mid-December. The bearish case requires resistance in pushing back before that ceiling gives in. Bitcoin also continued its multi-month rally, surging to a high of 23,821 on January 26th, its highest level since August. This fits with the timing bands indicated for the long and intermediate-term cycle lows that was outlined in the Forecast 2023 book. That part not in the audiobook, by the way, just to clarify. That's in the financial part, but you can buy the book as well and on our Bitcoin subscription reports from MMACycles.com. Gold continued its impressive two-month rally, but also found resistance just slightly below 1950. The low of early November, just after Mars turned retrograde, was 1618.30. Now Mars has turned direct as of January 12th, and the idea is that the counter-trend rally of Mars retrograde may be over unless the nearby contract can close above last week's high. The battle for trend rages on here as well. And speaking of battles, a real one rages on between Russia and Ukraine. Russia complains NATO countries are supporting Ukraine, while at the same time the Great Bear hires mercenaries to fight battles it can't wage effectively. If Wagner is a mercenary fighting unit available for hire, why doesn't the U.S. and NATO just outbid Russia for their services and end this primitive brutality? Declaring them a transnational criminal group is not going to get the job done. If they fear Wagner will betray them, there are other mercenary groups that would fight Wagner for the right amount of money. Just saying. Short-Term Geocosmics Quoting this time from the Wall Street Journal again, January 25th, a debt ceiling breach would be disastrous. In Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises, Mike Campbell is asked how he went bankrupt. Two ways, he famously answers, gradually and then suddenly. This is a fine description of the risk the country is running. End quote. And this also from the journal, Debt Ceiling Madness from January 26th. The key word is not debt ceiling, it's the ceiling's fantastic figure of about $31.4 trillion. In his Martin Luther King Jr. holiday speech, by tradition an opportunity for healing, Mr. Biden called the Republicans fiscally demented. 
Is it the view of this president that $31 trillion of debt doesn't matter? That $400 billion for interest payments doesn't matter? That a federal budget close to bursting through $6 trillion doesn't matter? Joe Biden promised normalcy. This spending isn't normal, and the American people know it. End quote. Ray's comments now. As mentioned last week, we now know what might cause a financial panic indicated by the Mars-Jupiter-Pluto T-square in the last half of May, as described in the Forecast 2023 book and audiobook. <laughs> it's how I make my living. The longer Congress and the President delay resolving this issue, which is projected to continue into June now, the greater the likelihood of a panic in the stock and U.S. Treasury markets. Panic. Many of the world's stock indices seem to be doing well as we leave the triple planetary station period of January 12 through 22, involving the ever-unpredictable Uranus Direct of January 22. Some markets have broken out to new cycle highs, but most still remain below the highs of their first half-cycle crests of December 13th and others even remain below their highs of January 13th through the 18th, creating several intermarket bearish divergence triggers. These can be alleviated if their rallies can continue this week. As we enter the new week and Groundhog Day, February 2nd, we see a couple of important squares looming ahead. The Sun will square Uranus February 4th, and Venus will square Mars the next day. Both are disruptors. The Sun-Uranus square can disrupt financial markets, especially those that pertain to interest rate gyrations, like treasuries and currencies. The Venus-Mars square can disrupt one's plans for intimacy. I'm not sure which is worse, disruption of my financial plans or of my intimacy plans. I hope the groundhog can shed light on this dilemma. Otherwise, I'll probably suffer on both fronts and go back into hibernation for a few weeks. I don't want to live with my shadow for six more weeks. <laughs> Nor do I. Longer-term thoughts and opinions. This is another article from the Wall Street Journal, January 24th. Kyle Davies and Su Zhu are back. They are the co-founders of the collapsed Singapore-based hedge fund Three Arrows Capital, which was ordered to liquidate last June, after defaulting on a $2.4 billion loan from Genesis Global Capital, and have they got a deal for you. Mr. Davies and Zhu are peddling a new exchange for trading stocks, crypto, and, wait for it, claims on crypto companies that went bankrupt, just as theirs did last summer. It takes a special kind of hubris for the founders of a hedge fund that lost billions to offer to help its former customers, among others, recoup fractions of those losses those same founders caused. As the saying goes, a pig always finds the mud. In this article, here comes judgment from the Arizona Republic from January 16th. A young banker asked a retiring banker what the secret of success was, to which the older banker responded, Good judgment. The rookie then asked, How do you get good judgment? The older banker said, Experience. To which the younger banker asked, How do you get experience? 
and the retiring banker said, Bad judgment. Good judgment involves evaluating circumstances, weighing the positives and negatives, and considering alternatives. End quote. Ray's comments. It seems that my opinion pieces are eliciting more positive feedback than my short-term market comments lately. So, in the hope that these longer-term comments continue to inspire thoughts beyond next week's geocosmic market conditions, I will share some more that I think relate to huge shifts in the cosmos, corresponding to changes in world societies, governments, and financial markets that will be taking place from March of this year into all the way of 2026. A lot of this was in the Forecast 2023 book, by the way. But not this week. I just had the first of two eye operations for lens replacement therapy. The next eye is up for invasion in two weeks. So, my concern about seeing only my shadow for the next six weeks. I can't see very well at the moment, and it's a drag. Everything on the computer screen looks like a shadow. So, for the next couple of weeks, you're going to get more than the usual number of quotes that I find pertinent to today's social, political, and economic conditions. I'll let others do some of the thinking while I rest and try to rehab myself back into clarity. If all goes well, and why shouldn't it, now that the retrogrades have found their way forward, I should be able to see better than ever. Maybe I'll even spell better. <laughs> But first, I have to figure out how to avoid disruption of my financial and intimacy plans for the next two weeks. Boy. Hello, shadows, and welcome, groundhog. Hey, at least I'm not going to be a pig in the mud. And that's the end of this week's newsletter. Good luck with your procedures, Ray. And since you're open to others thinking, <laughs> I'll just lay down a couple of really quick comments. One is, we're only five days in or six days into Uranus turning direct. That's going to take a little bit of time. Obviously, number one, it will take a long time to get back through the shadow of its own. Talk about shadows. But also, it will take a while to get full steam moving. We also have earnings releases coming up this week that could be market disruptors. You've got the Fed on Wednesday and some big economic reports on Thursday and Friday. So this week could be total Uranian. The other thing I've been thinking about since that announcement of the tanks going over to Ukraine, how could Vladimir Putin not perceive that as an act of war? I'm just asking for a friend. I would particularly keep an eye on that related to our portfolios. Who knows what's ahead there? Well, we have a lot to cover on the Fun Astrology Podcast, so have a great rest of the weekend. Hope to see you tomorrow, Sunday night, for Level Up, 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be on the YouTube channel, Fun Astrology Podcast, or in our Facebook group. And I hope that we get the finishing touches on the infrastructure for our little pop-up meeting, and we'll get that date set and get that to you as well. Should be this week. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Rest up, and we'll see you back on Monday morning. 